That should go over big. I tried to talk to my mother about it. She told me I would get over it. Well, why would I want to, I wondered. High school came and went overnight, it seemed. The decision to go to nursing school or not to go to nursing school loomed over me. It was 1968. And at 18 years old, I was not able to make a decision one way or the other, so I opted to get married. That would surely solve the dilemma. At 20 years old, the new husband was not able to solve anything, much less make any decisions for me. I had always dreamed of having a cute little baby, and before long, I had one. I had never dreamed of raising one alone, however. Within one year, that's exactly what I was doing. Thoughts of ever becoming a nurse were buried deep in diapers, but the dream was only on hold, at least for the next decade or so. Even though it seemed like an impossible dream, I held on to the hope of one day becoming a nurse. Imagine it, become it, they say, or better, what you think about, you bring about. When you were able to do this, the dream is more real. Yes, I truly saw myself as a nurse. I honestly had to say, yes, there I am, Florence Nightingale. Another blow that hit me pretty hard was when I mentioned to my second husband, 20 years after high school and two more children later, that I was considering going to college to become a nurse. His response was something like, You're dreaming, sister. I made up my mind right then and there to be a nurse. I would show him. At the ripe old age of 30, the dream began to become a reality. Attending college with 18-year-olds was a feat in itself. My dream sometimes felt like a living nightmare. One thing I do know is that it was a definite challenge, one that I'm not sure I could ever go through again. With the first day of college, I experienced both excitement and apprehension. I love new experiences of most kinds, but I was also realistic. I was old compared to the other students I attended class with. I was old and square, and I knew it. I wondered how the other kids would accept me. I had to talk to myself and say, Now, Janet, you are the mature one here. You need not be intimidated by anyone. You have good self-esteem, and it will not bother you if anyone laughs at you. It will not bother you if they talk behind your back and make horrible, loathsome jokes about you. What was I thinking? I was setting myself up to fail before I had even started. I proudly pulled on my brown cotton socks, the ones with the little white snowflakes. My 14-year-old daughter said I could be part of the in-crowd if I wore them. It was the 80s, after all. My stretch jeans were a bit snug, but I had given birth to three babies in my lifetime, so it was justified. Besides, my oversized sweater would cover up the mistakes of nature. No problem. I was often running to my first class, Psychology 101 was located in a huge lecture room. By the looks of it, I guess there were about 300 freshman students. In actuality, there were probably only 50. Not all of them looked like they wanted to be there, either. Maybe their parents had forced them there against their will. Maybe some had failed the class the first time around and were repeating it for the second time or third time. You see, by making up these little scenarios in my frightened mind... I was able to deal with the situation I faced. I bravely walked up the center road to the front of the classroom. The entire back of the room was full. I had no choice. Anyway, 
I had always heard it was smart to sit right in the front so the instructor could see you and remember you at grading time. I could feel sweat running down my back. Maybe the big sweater I was wearing was not such a great idea. I chose an aisle seat. I was relieved to be down and out of the spotlight when I heard a whiny little voice next to me ask if I had any gum. Sitting next to me was a young, very young woman who proceeded to fill me in on her entire life without even looking at me. She was amazing. I was sure she had done this before. She was so good at it. Perhaps she'd been in a 12-step program, or maybe she had participated on her high school debate team. Maybe she was just extremely self-involved. I think the psychological term is narcissistic. She rambled on and on. I sat quietly and let her talk. I was being entertained, and who could complain about that? I learned that her hairdresser had committed suicide, so she had to have another beautician do her perm, which was...